0: So, All right. So what's yeah. up? Let me go we'll live back. on Instagram. Checking connection. Yeah. All right. We're now live.
1: Perfect. I'll pop cool. into that too. And that yep. you to go. Yeah. I'm excited that we have the chance to talk
0: though. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that it allows us to do this.
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's even that, like, we found each other through the internet.
0: (laughs) Hello, everyone in the chat. What's up? What's up? I'm in the wave. But everyone, uh, let me go live with Chris here on Instagram too. I just sent you you the request. Perfect. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so why don't you just introduce yourself really quick, and then we can
0: go from there. Let me turn down the volume on this.
1: Yeah, I turned on my volume, so so we should be good.
0: Yep. All right. Oh, and let me do audio recording. All right. So we're fully operational here. We're recording everything here. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, Chris, thanks for inviting me. Like, This is awesome. This is my first ever LinkedIn Live. Um, But just to give a little introduction of myself, uh, I'm a P3 pharmacy student at UT Austin College of Pharmacy. Um, career interests currently lie in, you know, pharmaceutical industry, healthcare, media, and working with digital health uh, startups. Specifically, I have an internship right now with uh, Digital Pharmacists Incorporated, and working uh, on the product uh, product team as an inter- uh, pharmacy intern. And um, so, yeah, and uh, just my background has just basically been very, uh, very heavily interested in, you know, how social media works in healthcare in pharmacy specifically, because you know that's where <laughs> my specialty is. And just building a personal brand around that and raising more awareness around uh, the different ways we can use social media to build awareness for issues in pharmacy and in healthcare. And for instance, you know, like COVID and things like that.
1: Yeah. 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 And I think the thing that stuck out to me about you is that you get stuff done and you just kind of press buttons and see how it works and you don't have to yeah. have it all figured out. That's, That's what hollow. we do with Twitch, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so the first time we interacted was this weekend playing some Overwatch together and then you were live on Twitch and talking about healthcare there, which I think is a really cool concept. So being able to mesh like personal and professional into Mm -hmm. one, whether it's like people that are in pharmacy or in healthcare in general or whether it's people that want to get into the space to being able to use like a medium like Twitch and mm-hmm. having a game like overwatch being played in the background but then being able to talk
0: about yeah, professional interact stuff. with like the oh, people wow. in the chat and stuff like that it's it's super interesting because like being live allows a different level of of interaction with with your guests oh hey tony uh in the chat <laughs> he's in their instagram live as well um but yeah it's just different because you're able to interact with you with whoever's in your chat in real time and answer their questions and give immediate value, as opposed to you know something like you record a video, edit it, uh, you present yourself a certain way uh, across like YouTube or Instagram or you know Reels or TikToks or things like that. Yeah. I think it gives a, another incredibly realistic and authentic level of interaction and authenticity and and really building your personal brand because you know any questions you want to answer, they're right there in front of you. Uh, You can't really avoid it, right? Um, Exactly. And I think it's just a a new way to interact with your audience, and especially it builds a sense of community, right? Like that's what Twitch is. That's the foundation of Twitch is how do you build your community, how do you interact, and 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 I mean it started as video games. I think that's what's really cool about it is that it started out as video games, but now the most popular category on it is uh, just chatting, right? Which is basically IRL streams in real life, and so you have everything from like cooking shows all the way to um, um, like mukbangs and stuff like that, right? To yeah, all the yeah. way to pod- podcasts are being hosted on Twitch, and and uh, I know there's one God, I'm forgetting his name. He's 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 called the Mental Health Gamer or something like that. But he does interviews with gamers, ask you no talking. He I think he's a clinical psychologist or something along those lines. Yeah. But he he gives them uh feedback and and talks through their their issues with them live with That's a awesome. Twitch chat on there and i'm like wow look at the like the reactions to that and then repost on youtube too and the, the the kind of reactions that he was getting with that because he interviewed one of my favorite twitch streamers that plays overwatch uh, xqc uh, uh, you probably know him uh and i know he's gotten some flack in the past you know for his, his behavior but he's grown so much as a human being as a person and now he's like one of the biggest twitch streamers on on twitch and so with that like I think there's a huge potential to tap into and and, in a different way of interacting with your audience and building a community and yeah, just building, building your audience and giving as much value to them as possible. Yeah. Yeah,
1: And I think, I think gaming is a really unique space just because, you know, like pre COVID and in normal life, gaming was the way that you like met people and interacted Mm -hmm. and had like a reason to do so. So you were able to build a community like around that and with, a lot more things have been to go virtual. People have had to develop that skill of being able to, like, not only just like be on a Zoom call and communicate in that manner, but like try to figure out how to be social on the internet yeah. as well, which is- I'd be able
0: to relate, Like personality across a screen, right?
1: Yeah, which I think a lot of people avoided just because they, I don't know, they're either not comfortable with it or whatever. And like video is a weird format. I remember in pharmacy school, like, we had to start recording our labs when we were like counseling patients and then we would sure. get feedback on that. And that was the most awkward thing just because you knew the camera was on you and it like, you're like a deer in headlights. But once you do it a couple of times,
0: were you looking into the, the, like this camera and, and counseling patients or were you, was it a recording of you like person you interacting with a patient across the table? So it was you
1: interacting with like your lab partner and then mm-hmm. they just knew that it was like over to the side, like watching you. And yeah. you knew that people would be looking at your every word. Yep, but yep. but if you do that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and David David asked what my background is. My background isn't interesting right now because I just got a new desk, so I just got my apartment and my door. But Norman has.
0: Oh, cool, if I can point it at it. Cool picture. Uh, 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 there it is. Yeah, right there. Uh, it's the hustle bottle. It says um, RX take one tablet by mouth daily. Hustle take in case of laziness and sudden lack of work ethic. Quantity sixty. Two fill two refills remaining, so.
1: And we were talking about that company, iconic, and iconic, yeah. Just everything that that they've done. I know, like Gary Vee's talked to them a lot, and you were saying that they have a podcast, which you thought was interesting. Yeah, so I know about podcasting and like branding associated with podcasts.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's funny because like my last name my of your ever, podcast. Yeah, the name of my podcast is Pillow Talk Podcast, uh, but in general, it's. Our ads are all pretty much pillow talk media, uh, because the podcast is just to bring awareness to like you know what we are and what we what we want to do and and the the things we want to do. The point of the podcast itself being you know bridging the gap between healthcare, entrepreneurship, culture, creativity, and mindset. And so the reason I started the podcast was because I wanted to speak to my younger self. I wanted to talk because these were the topics that I was interested in. When I was a pharmacy when, pre-pharmacy and then as a first-year pharmacy student and a second-year pharmacy student I didn't really see anything speaking to you know the intersection of those kind of kind of those uh, topics and so I was like screw it I'll, I'll do it myself I'll, I'll go out and in- find healthcare entrepreneurs and I'll interview them and and it, so that I can speak to my younger self and hopefully that speaks to other you know healthcare entrepreneur or young healthcare entrepreneurs in school uh, who want to know more about uh, create you know the, the the cross culture of creativity you know mindset and healthcare how all that interplays together because there's a lot of I would say there's a lot of great creative people in pharmacy. I mean look at you like you're using you're utilizing your social media now as a pharmacist right to help drive LinkedIn growth for companies right yeah
1: yeah, exactly. yeah. and
0: so and so like yeah with the podcast uh, I just literally just this morning I interviewed um, my first ever mentor pharmacist. And he was such an innovative pharmacist. His name is Dr. David Spence, uh, giving him a shout out. And he's big. He's been like past presidents of like Texas Pharmacy Association and, uh, and NCPA, uh, very heavily involved and things like that. But he was just so innovative. He was like the first in his county to do uh, immunization, immunizing pharmacists. He was the first uh, to do MTMs. He was the first to get into LTCs in our county, um, in my hometown here. Yeah. And so I was thankful enough to have him as a first year phar- or as my first ever pharmacist mentor. And because of that, I've kind of adopted his entrepreneurial mindset and how innovative he was. And I'm thankful that today I got to interview him. And that'll be something uh, I'll be sharing pretty soon. But yeah, I was able to, to interview him and it was a great podcast. And, and I want to continue doing more interviews like that. And, and giving a shout out to uh, Coded Like a Capsule, uh, Sagar Parekh, a fourth year pharmacy student. Uh, I interviewed him uh, around uh, the same kind of topics like social media, branding, TikToks and and how those have developed his uh, his skill set uh, and personal brand and networking to be able to get his current fellowship position that he, he just he just got awarded with uh, because of you know time management, networking, building his brand uh, awareness, right? People recognize recognize his name and his brand before he even steps in front of them, and I think that's huge for podcasting because it allows you to, it forces you to, to you know, time management, uh, how to communicate well uh, yeah. with people, uh, networking. I, I keep saying networking, but it's just so crucial because, like, you know, you're, you've, you you I know you've heard this. Network your network is your net worth, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah. business. The business and. and <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's basically it's basically the business in. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, for me, it just makes total sense to get into things like building your personal brand, or network, or or sorry, podcasting, because it, it just gives you an excuse. Because who doesn't like talking about themselves, right? Like who doesn't like talking about what they're passionate about and their and their life's work, um, and being able to l- relate that to an audience, right, larger yeah. than than ma- what they may be already used to. And then finding and other so- people.
1: That have the same interests and the same likes, exactly.
0: Everything. And that's what really gets me. It's not even about reaching a wider audience. I don't really care about who listens. Not I, I care about who listens to it, but I don't really care about the numbers. And I just want to speak to people who who are like me. I want to speak to people who 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 needed the, the, the mentorship, the guidance from pe- the the people that I'm interviewing, uh, because I'm getting a lot of value from talking to them. And so I wanted to provide that same value to uh, to people who were like me, who were in my position and felt lost because they were so outside the box thinking, innovative, entrepreneurial, or just creative, right? Yeah. yeah. And and I think then, I mean, go ahead, go ahead.
1: On two really, like, crucial points. And so the, the, the collateral that I didn't really think about, like, in talking about, like, creating content in whatever form that is, like, my communication got a lot better. And mm. just yep. being able to storytell and, you know, go from point A to point B. Like, I remember when I was on rotations last year, just mm. even – Like applying that to the projects that I was doing and, you know, looking at how I would normally give like a PowerPoint presentation, fill up a ton of slides, talk about the clinical stuff. When I turned it to try to like more so tell the story and say, if you want me to go more into this stuff, I can. But Mm -hmm. this is really the information that's pertinent in this 20 minute talk instead of just trying Mm -hmm. to throw numbers and numbers. And I got to throw out everything, see what sticks. And like I didn't, I never really wanted to be a content creator, but yeah. I was consulting my clients on how to do it on Instagram, how to do it on LinkedIn. So there was just a point where, like, I didn't want to be a hypocrite, and I wanted to do it myself, yep. just to you know, be in that seat if I'm going to tell other people to do it. You know? Yeah. And the other, the other, the other aspect that's beautiful about a podcast specifically is I know both with you and I like Gary Vaynerchuk, so he talks about like pillars of content. So having mm-hmm. like a long form piece yep. of content that can be snippet it up. So like like we
0: have down pyramid, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. We have the video recording that could be snipped up into like 30 second clips. Then they can be still images created with quotes. Then there can be audio snippets. So from like a 30 minute conversation you can get hundreds of pieces of content that then you can spread out across the internet and get awareness around certain things. And the other thing then specifically with like business development because like I think it's intuitive why a podcast makes sense for individuals and businesses kind of miss the point of how it can help them. Like mm-hmm. get new clients and form new relationships. But I was talking to a company that focuses on B2B podcasts. And so the first tip that they really? had, was, yeah. So the first tip that they had was to name your podcast really creatively. So like they're a podcast right. company that targets digital marketing agencies. So right. they need their podcast the innovative agency. So then
0: agency. when they
1: reach out to people that are marketing agencies, like their their psychology behind it was, you know, everybody wants to be innovative. And if you put agency, then like you're one of them, and it's a lot less threatening. But if you're asking the founder of a social media company to get on your podcast, now you're starting that interaction in a much less non- threatening way. Right. And you're able to build a relationship before like you pitch them on anything or anything. And even you're able to identify if there is anything to pitch in a in a non-threatening manner that benefits both mm-hmm. you and benefits yep. them by getting awareness to their company and everything. So yeah. there's a lot of
0: awareness there. for for both your audiences, both your customer bases and things like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to get a quick drink of water too, yeah. <laughs> I've been mm-hmm. talking all day. Yeah, cause like I said, I just had a podcast this morning. I just had a meeting. Uh you know, and you know Andy Kill, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I've met him I've met Andy a couple times.
0: Yeah, and he's me. my boss right yeah, now. Yeah. Uh he's he helped me get the internship at Digital Pharmacies because that kind of goes into like personal branding and using uh social media because there's no way I would have gotten this internship without, you know, having a personal brand and and, and understanding networking because and I went into this yesterday when I gave a talk to Kansas U. Snapha chapter. I got this internship not because uh, not because I like applied for it or anything. It was, there was no internship. A digital Pharmas didn't have an internship for anyone set up. What happened was I was introduced uh, thanks to David Vu and Tony Dow and Beju Shah, because of them, the health IT uh, yeah. guys or pharmacy informatics guys. Sorry, and I was introduced to this Slack group uh, started by Regina Moore. And uh, through that, I was able to introduce myself to the whole Slack group. I, I think there's a, couple, a few thousand pharmacists in that Slack room, and a few, I believe there's a few hundred pharmacy students as well. I, I think you're in it as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, And I just introduced myself. I was like, hey, I'm Norman uh, P3 pharmacy student at UT College of Pharmacy in Austin, Texas. I specifically said that, so that's how they reached out to me. And, uh, and then I, you know, I told them my uh, interests, which were in you know, the pharmaceutical industry and or healthcare media. Uh, just digital health in general, yeah. and then because of that, I got a lot of interactions. I, you know, I was commenting back, and then one of them was uh, her name Mallory Nelson Farm D, and she she's a she's a product engineer at uh, Digital Pharmacist, and so from there she messaged me and she was like, hey, notice that you're interested in digital health and you're here in Austin, uh, right here at UT Austin. want to come check out what we're doing at Digital Pharmacist because we're right here on like 38th Street or whatever, um, on Gwad. Yeah. and and I was like. Heck yeah. Skipped class to, to go check out what they were doing. Uh, I think it was like, and the funny thing is, is it was Foundations of Professional Development was the class that I skipped. Yeah. Um, but I skipped it and then I, I went to go check out their operations, their office and checked out what they were doing. And and then from there, I, uh, I I got to meet some of the the leadership team, talked to Andy uh, and Andy, you know, I introduced, I told him like these are my strengths, these are the things I'm passionate about, and these are my past experiences, and these are how they relate to maybe maybe what y'all are doing, and I just that's why I think what y'all are doing is really really cool, uh-huh. and that's and that's all I said. I didn't propose any internship or anything like that, and then he he was just like, you know, we could really use someone like you, yeah, and I yeah. like, and I was like, cool. And then he was like, "Okay, let's set up an internship," and and then from there he he talked to the CEO or the C-suite leadership team and really advocated for me to get a paid internship. Which was I would have done it for free, honestly. Like I would have just wanted the experience and I'd be able to say that I've been working at a digital health firm and learn those skills. But thankfully, because of him, I, I got a paid internship. So super thankful for him. Shout out to him for that. I don't know if he's paying attention uh, on LinkedIn Live or not, because I know he, I know he said he was going for a run. He's gonna listen to the podcast that I did this morning with my pharmacist. So but yeah, but um, yeah, like I got that internship because of networking, because of my personal brand, and these are you know putting myself out there. And so that's something I would advocate for any student, right? To to build up their personal brand, just or just start engaging with professionals who are in the areas or in pursuits of interest that you're also interested in because it'll just it'll just build build your awareness your 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 name recognition uh, and people will know who you are before you even step into the room or even before they yeah before you even step in the room yeah and
1: those are some of the best opportunities that are created are like the ones that they're not necessarily looking for that person but it's just such a good fit that you can make something happen like that internship yeah. that you talked about mm-hmm. and the other thing Like, I like what you said about, you know, trying to dive into something and make yourself known for something. And that like stems into the personal branding buzzword of Mm. how to create your personal brand and all those things. I think what a lot of people get caught up on is not necessarily imposter syndrome, but maybe imposter syndrome, but not, and especially as a student, like thinking that you don't know enough to be able to talk about a topic Mm-hmm. professionally, or you're going to say something that somebody's going to disagree with. And then you have like a peer who's a pharmacist that's disagreeing with you. And that's scary to you. But what I've realized, like, if, if you're passionate about something, you're going to be able to talk about it probably better than 99.9% of people. Yeah. And even if other people know something about the topic, if you're, if you're in the here and now learning about whatever that is whether it's like value-based pharmacy which is something i was really passionate about in pharmacy school and still think is an awesome topic or if it's personal branding and social media like if you're if you're in the like boots on the ground doing the work getting your hands dirty you're gonna know what's going on enough to talk about it
0: yep yeah and i think and that's the thing like anybody who's an expert on anything it's because they're in the ground they're in the dirt putting in the hours like thousands you know like that like the reason i'm so good at talking about personal branding and social media isn't because i just made one piece of content and now i'm like oh yeah i'm i'm a guru right
1: yeah. it's
0: because i've consistently for the past like year and a half two years been posting making posts perf- working on my craft it wasn't perfect at the beginning and and you know i'm still not a per- i'm still not perfect and and i'll never be perfect it's just understanding that it's a continual, continual work in progress, and that. But it, but it's recognizing that I'm making progress. I'm continually improving. Understanding, like, I, like when I first made my first podcast, my goodness, it was I was like fumbling over my words. I was uh, hand gestures was so bad. But now, like looking at myself, like in the mirror here, in the yeah. camera, I'm like, wow, I'm like, I've really improved, and I've gotten that feedback from from other people. I'm super thankful that uh, I've I've had the chance to improve on my communication skills and present- presentation and just, or in just, just, general, just like being able to talk in general, because I feel like that's a, a needed skill in a 2020 and beyond economy. Right. Uh, being able to communicate with anyone. Yeah. You know? I think
1: that puts pharmacists at a really, and a healthcare providers just in general in a really unique position to create content just because like you kind of have, you have to naturally be good at communicating wh- whether it's natural or whether it's taught and learned. Like, you have mm-hmm. to be a good communicator.
0: Or, and you have to at least be teacher. willing to, to learn it, right? And continually get better at it, right?
1: Exactly. So, like, I would argue that healthcare providers are some of the best communicators, whether they know it or not. And then it's just putting a different spin on it, whether it's, you know, making a podcast, making a YouTube video, going live on Twitch and talking or, to the
0: But, but and, and that's the thing, like, uh, this is what I was talking about with uh, the SAFA chapter yesterday at Kansas that, that yeah. you don't necessarily have to, like, like if you're not good in front of the camera, like, like, oh, sorry. Like not, I guarantee you like 99% of people not comfortable with live, right? Yeah, yeah. Not comfortable live because they're scared of, you know, fumbling over the words or they say something they shouldn't have and uh, they'll read it and, you know, <laughs> it costs them a chance at an internship or a job or residency, whatever. Right. And that's totally fine. But however you do communicate with the world, you know, some people are good with text, like yeah. if, you, if you're good at writing articles and writing blog posts and, and uh, talking about medications and side effects and indications and dosing, and that's what you're passionate about, and, and, and that's how you communicate with the world, do that, right? That, yeah. I'm, that's not my particular area of interest, but uh, or, or not because of interest, but because that's not my expertise, I don't talk about that, and that's just not how I usually communicate. I like communicating like this, live, videos, unedited, uh, you know, so people know this is truly authentically me. Uh, and yeah. that's that's how I like present myself. But, you know, other people, they can take you can take still photos of yourself and and just make a blog post or make TikToks and reels. By all means, do there's many different ways to do it. Uh, like Gary Vee, I, I was listening to a Gary V video the other day. He was talking about how he made like a Gary, the, the uh, Grandma V cartoon or the Gary V cartoon version yeah. of himself, right. because you can you can present that cartoon however you want it. And you just got to have some animation skills or you hire a company to make an animated version. Or and so. it can be
1: created whatever. I mean, that's the beauty of like that type of animated work is you don't have to have the person create the content. It can be created, but still have the personal brand and the essence of it in a yep. more real way because you see like the animation of it and everything. I yeah. think a big thing, and this is probably like brand specifically, the brands that are inexperienced on social media do wrong is they try to use social media as like traditional advertisements. So they'll take pictures of like the product and then post like if they're selling a necklace. They'll post a yep. bunch of pictures just of the necklace with no context.
0: Instead of telling a story behind it yeah. and, and really giving like, you know, selling them on the story of it and the why behind it. Cause that's the thing. Like I watched the Simon Sinek TEDx, uh, yeah, t- oh. TEDx video, right? People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. I think that's super key because yeah, like, I don't buy Apple products because you know, it's the best I buy it because of their why and why they're doing what they're doing and their, their brand, their marketing behind it.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, at that. and the, the consulting stuff that I always tell my clients is like the two E's of content creation. So the two E's are education and entertainment. Yeah. And so yeah. if you're trying, if you're making content, make sure to be doing one of those two things. And then the people that are really good are going to be the ones that can educate and entertain at the same time. And if you yeah. can create content, whether it's around a brand or whether it's around your personal brand itself, like that content is going to be successful.
0: Yeah, um, I think that's really key. Yeah, education and or entertaining, and the best people can do both. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. So,
1: I think the last thing to wrap up with then, what mm-hmm. do you think pharmacies in the area of pharmacy? So pharmacies mm-hmm. specifically, like brick and mortar, and then the area of pharmacy, like non traditional pharmaceutical companies, can do on social media to drive attention that they're not doing already. So whether it's like a pharmaceutical company starting a podcast or a pharmacy going and commenting on a bunch of people in a certain radius.
0: <laughs> so the, I think the biggest barrier to that is HIPAA, right? Yeah. Of course, patient privacy and things like that are, are clearly something we have to be aware of. Uh, and so I wanna be clear about that. Yeah. But obviously the way to go is patient interaction. Where are your patients on social media? Where are your clients on social media, on LinkedIn? Like if, if you're a B2B, right? Business to business, you're a pharmaceutical company, you want to reach your KOLs, your key opinion leaders, they're on social media, they're on LinkedIn. Yeah. Go go make a podcast with them and ask them questions. What are their needs? What are their wants? What do they care about? What is their purpose? Ask them those questions. Get exactly. them on your podcast. And then, and then, yeah. So anybody that's in the chat that's pharmaceutical companies, like, yeah, do that. I'll help you do it. And you hire <laughs> me. <laughs> but- uh, and then like pharmacists, like independent pharmacists, like go out and make a podcast, interview, inter- interview your patients as long as they're willing. Right. Because I think you have to you know, be a hit, but you have to give expressive uh, confirmation. Do that. Yeah. Or just interview other pharmacists uh, in your area or or um, yeah, things like that, right? And interview them, ask them questions, find out their needs and wants, help, or 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 do a do a video where you help them solve uh, solve their their uh, you know hypertension problems, or 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 even just little quality of life things like talking about vitamin D supplements or uh, oh, are are multivitamins needed? Like little, even little videos like that that can help your patients, right? I think that's super key. Patient education, like like literally my my host Devin is doing patient education videos at his rotation in San Antonio at his university health system. He's making patient education videos for them using his video editing skills and and videography. So you can combine your passions uh, for podcasting, for communication, for videography, whatever it is into pharmacy. It's very neat, especially in a 2020 going forward economy. So I think, Answering that question directly, like, yes, like they should be doing however it is they want to communicate with their audience, whether that's your customers, whether that's your B2B customers, your B2C customers, B2C meeting customer, or it's your patients, whoever it is, students, by all means, communicate. We need more communication and building a story around whatever it is. Because like I said, people buy why you do it, not what you do.
1: Yeah. And I think, so something that's been really interesting to me over the last like couple of years is a lot of people will stay in their like silo. And I, I think things are a lot less siloed than they once were, but you're still communicating like within healthcare. Yeah. I think things get really interesting when you start having like pharmacy as a profession, putting out content about what a pharmacist does and then making videos like that a layperson can view and then get value from. And then it starts changing the the perception of pharmacy as a whole because people, the the general public and patients and people that aren't in healthcare start seeing what a pharmacist is doing and what pharmacists skill set are, what their skill set isn't, and all that. Yes. So I'm and excited to, try to make a push for that.
0: Yeah. My- Re- yeah, real real quick. I'm gonna go ahead and end because my camera's about to burn out. <laughs> uh, once again, thank y'all. Pillow Talk podcast, another episode coming out. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and press pause on the camera here. And so did you want to wrap up or did you want to keep going a little? Because I, I wanted to respond to that comment because it, it, whatever is okay with you. What do you hey, I, think
1: I popped off the, the Instagram live just because I was getting reverb. A little bit. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, that's totally fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, I'll go ahead. And, uh, there's a question, a couple of questions in the chat. I want to answer too. If that's okay with you. But um, yeah, to answer, to go off of that point, the whole reason, you know, it's funny. One of my mentors, uh, Teresa. I'm giving her a shout out. I don't know if she's still watching. She's kind of the reason that I've been on this crusade of like building content around pharmacy. You're building more awareness around pharmacy because of what she told me when I was taking her graduation photos. And yeah, I was, yeah, I was doing, I was like side hustle doing graduation yeah. photos for like pharmacy students. She mentioned how, uh, I had that semester I had done uh, with Devin, my co-host, a tobacco cessation rap music video for IPSF slash APHA. Yeah. And it went, it kind of went viral within the, the, the pharmacy world. And it showed that I had, a, I showed myself and showed, uh, every, a lot of other people that I had a knack for marketing, a a knack for getting people excited about a story, about uh, an exciting project or something that could build awareness. And it was amazing that the the video had response from people outside of pharmacy, right? Or people that weren't even in healthcare. There were students at like, I heard from like U of H and uh, University of Houston and Texas Tech University and things like that, where they were like, oh, wow, we really like this video. It has a sick beat. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Or the lyrics were just fire uh, or the video was just really cool and it was cool to be able to interact and engage and activate people in that manner and be in that healthcare media space uh, and educating people as well at the same time educate like exactly what you're saying educating and entertaining is how to be successful as a brand and as a company as any any i think like gary v says every company today is a media company first right because you have to get their attention in order to look at your products right and so uh yeah and so like you were saying the reason how I got this this all star was because Teresa told me that there was a lack uh, that you know pharmacy kind of sucks at media because like how w- how are we portrayed in media like House MD right like w- w- the pharmacist gets crapped on pretty much twenty four seven or every scene he's in yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't I haven't really watched a lot of Grey's Anatomy but I'm assuming they don't get presented that well either you know just think about all the medical shows right and um, think about even like we are we're figs right like pharmacists get barely any representation and they're like the biggest scrubs company uh in the world right or whatever it is um yeah there's not we don't get a lot of representation in media and because of that you know lack of re- rec- lack of representation lack of representation does mean something
1: yeah i mean even when i was little i i thought the pharmacists were like grocery store workers because they were in the grocery store they're so in the I grocery stores, right? there yeah really a difference when i was a little kid no. and If I didn't go into healthcare, you know, some of that might still be in the back of my head whether I truly believe that
0: or not. I think the only people who truly understand, like from the before they even get into pharmacy school, who truly understand the the value of pharmacists. Or, or of an independent pharmacist, more specifically, are the children of those independent pharmacists because yeah. they see how hard they work. They see the, the how innovative they have to be to keep up with like, see you know, the big chains uh, and and how helpful they are to to improve their their uh, patients' lives and and, and health. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's interesting how I think independent pharmacists should be at the forefront of because they're the face of the community, right? They're the face of the community uh, community's health. Right. And they're, they're the ones where independent pharmacists are supposed to be the ones bridging the gap between exactly. the, end of the, the end of the healthcare system and the patient facing community. Right. So I think independent pharmacists should be the ones creating patient education videos. Uh, and if they're not, someone should be helping them create those videos for them or creating a podcast. I actually tried to help my, that this, the pharmacist I talked to David Spence, I'm, That's I'm trying to help him start his own podcast for his patients. That's awesome. Yeah, so educate them. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's my prerogative. You know, like oh, I we, love need, we, need, we need to be more active on, on media and, and present ourselves and talk about the things we're passionate about, whatever that is.
1: Where's the best place for
0: people to find
1: you on social media?
0: At Norman NGUUU. So three U's, uh, I'll type it in the chat, but obviously at Norman U, on all platforms, pretty much, um, YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, Facebook, I'm active on all of them, even Twitch now. So yeah, TikTok, all of it. Yeah, yeah
1: I love it. Discord,
0: you want you want Discord too? Find oh, me on Discord.
1: <laughs> we'll do another one of these soon because I think this will be really valuable just to be able to talk about social media and social media marketing from the lens mm-hmm. of healthcare and pharmacy. So yeah, sure. until next time, thanks, Norm. Until
0: next time. Hey, thanks, Chris, for having me on. Lo- love what you're doing with Uptown Creation too. And probably we'll play more Overwatch uh, soon on a Twitch stream oh we definitely, huh? we definitely. <laughs> all right good luck on your raids and, and wow
1: thanks man